is the Pacific Way podcast, bringing you stories that matter to the Pacific people. The 6th of August marked a historic moment for the Pacific region in the fight against COVID-19. The first flight carrying personal protective equipment or PPEs departed Nandi International Airport in Fiji for Papua New Guinea under the Pacific Humanitarian Pathway COVID-19 response. In April 2020, the Pacific Island leaders invoked the Biketawa Declaration, a regional agreement which ensures a collective response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Funding support is provided by the Australian Government through the United Nations World Food Programme. Chair of the Pacific Island Leaders Forum, the Tuvalu High Commissioner to Fiji, His Excellency Timate Melisiana believes this is a true reflection of the Blue Pacific family. We are so fortunate today to come here to Nandi and witness the, the inaugural flights facilitated by this pathway. So we are very grateful to, to see this work progressing through the guidance of our, our leaders to fight against this pandemic, COVID-19. If you look at um, the challenges that we face in terms of border closures, we were able still to, to come up with a pathway that serves the region well through a lot of virtual meetings that uh, we had, including our foreign ministers, to, to get this Pacific humanitarian pathway in progress and the this regional platform is, is intended for the foreign member countries to work together and to cooperate as one big blue Pacific family. And this regional approach that we are doing is very important, particularly at this, at this challenging time. The Secretary General of the Pacific Islands Forum Secretariat, Dame Mag Taylor, says it's a proud moment for the Pacific region. As uh, many of you know, there's been a further outbreak of coronavirus in the capital of Papua New Guinea in Port Moresby. And we're hoping that these uh, ventilators particularly, and, but also all the protective, uh, protective wear for uh, medical people uh, can get to them uh, today. I think the important thing is that we're trying to help ourselves and rather than waiting for somebody just to say, well, here, uh, give you some money, what we did is we went out and looked for people who would give actual stuff. Right? And I think it's really important that we have this. And um, the other thing is, uh, through the work of our officials and particularly our foreign ministers, we have the Pacific Humanitarian Pathway. Now, this is really important. This is the political space for uh, shipment, of, shipment of goods, uh, also technical assistance, uh, customs, immigration, repatriation. You know, these are the key protocols that were negotiated over two months. Now, people might say, oh, look, that's, that's all just uh, policy gobbledygook. But if you don't have these things in place, planes don't land, people don't get picked up, all these kinds of different issues that we're tr the Pacific trying to help itself. And I think one thing that um, we, should, we should blow our trumpet on is that we are the only region in the world that has actually done this. And we've had tremendous support from, uh, from our island governments and of course from um, Australia and New Zealand too. The United Nations World Food Programme Director Pacific, Joe Pilgrim and her team were at hand to supervise the loading of the shipment in Nandi. And this is a historic day for the Pacific because it's the first time we're providing the humanitarian air flight for the Pacific in partnership with Pacific governments and the Pacific Humanitarian Pathway. 
Uh, so this flight is moving cargo from Nandi to, to Papua New Guinea. Um, there will be other flights. This will be the first of, of many. Um, I should say that we, we, we don't want to replace the commercial airline sector. We only want to fill gaps um, and deliver to those places where there's no viable commercial options. Um, but there will be m more flights in the future with passengers and cargo. Well, as we all know, the Pacific is scattered across a very vast region and is highly dependent on air transport. And the commercial air services across the Pacific have been heavily impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm making it increasingly difficult for governments and humanitarian organisations to deliver critically needed medical supplies. So for us to be able to step up and put this service in place, I think is critical to the to the mitigation and um, the support to the governments of the Pacific's response to COVID-19. The Australian High Commissioner to Fiji, His Excellency John Feeks, stressed that Australia stands ready to continue support until borders reopen for commercial flights. It's an example of uh, uh, the region pulling together to do what's necessary to get needed equipment into, into countries that need it. And this is a, a great example of uh, us Australia in this case, uh, a member of the PIFs, supporting the PIFs uh, uh, to fulfil its mandate in the region, so we're very happy with that. Well, I just want to talk about Fiji, but I think, uh, and I'm on record as saying this, that Fiji's done an extraordinary job in ma managing COVID and really is a standout, uh, not only uh, in the region, but internationally as well, to have got a, an outbreak like that and have it now under control completely is really a testament to the government's willingness to act quickly and decisively and frankly to take some tough decisions on stopping travel, quarantining people. So really other countries should take a leaf out of how Fiji has handled this dreadful pandemic. Both agencies or organisations have played a, a critical role in in uh, enabling the region to deal with this, disseminating information, in this case uh, facilitating the uh, provision of equipment. But uh, no, can't, you can't overestimate how important they've been. The Pacific Community's Deputy Director General, Dr Audrey Almour says SPC, through its Public Health Division, continues to work with member states to identify and prioritise needs to ensure adequate resources reach our islands. The ongoing role of SPC in the Joint Management Incident Team is primarily about supporting our members to improve their public health capacity. And that is broadly about ensuring that countries have sufficient uh, capacity to screen, to treat, to quarantine uh, potentially patients that might arrive with COVID. More broadly, the PHPC is really about ensuring that there is clearance and pathways to enable um, regional organisations such as ourselves, but other partners to be able to distribute appropriate resources uh, in, in a timely way. And the role that SPC, of course, is playing is that we are supporting that engagement process through our own networks and through the direct contributions that we make at the regional level. The Pacific Way is made possible by the member states of the Pacific community. Additional support is also provided by the Government of Australia and the Government of France.